Welcome to the Tearing It Up podcast. I'm your host, Taryn. We'll be tearing it up, tearing it down, and tearing it apart, dissecting all things related to those who deviate from the standard. From leaders of their industry to leaders of mediocrity, and maybe a gear review or two thrown in. We shoot the shit and let the conversations flow, so if that's not your style, this may not be for you. Otherwise, listen in. Hope to light a fire in you somehow. Yeah, sorry, don't worry. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> hello, everybody. <laughs> hello, world. <laughs> we are here today with our good, good friend, Hillary. Um, so if you know her, you know her. If you don't, you've probably heard us talk about her. If you've been listening, she's come up just in conversation of like, oh, we did this or that with Hillary or blah, blah, blah stories. But anyway, um, Hillary and I met working at Crystal Mountain in Washington in 2010 or 11. I know I was in Alaska in 2012 and, oh, but I guess I only spent one season at Crystal. So it must've been 2011. Um, I think so. Yeah. So anyway, then, yeah, we just became like best of friends, um, hanging out all the time. But then I went to Alaska. She was in Colorado, just kind of years of both of us bouncing around and then she ended up down in Tahoe and I came down with a couple other like a group of other people from Washington Um, and we all ended up staying for that winter which then turned into a summer for a couple of us and then for me it turned into eight years so here I am and uh, Hillary has what she's we were down here together for a couple of years, then she went back to Washington, then she came back down here, then she's back in Washington, so. Um, Get your notepads and, out. Yes, and why she's here today, actually, this is the perfect segue, is because she is leaving Washington for um, another adventure that's a- uh, country, bro. Deuce yeah. is America. Suck on my ovary. Kind of. I mean, <laughs> kind of. It, it is the U.S. Virgin Island. Yeah, yeah. But, but still, it's going to be like a different country and it's going to be way different. So it's just a little bit different because yes. as you've been going back and forth from like Washington and Tahoe, um, like you've been pretty, you've had a community in Tahoe and it's not been anything like different. So it's been a long time since you've up and done like something completely completely yeah so it is has yes yeah that's why we really wanted to talk to you today and just um because recently we talked about how like life just goes up and down right but you're kind of taught that it's linear like this is what happens you go to school you get married you have kids and then um like just you're just set and this is your life now and it's not like oh I'm bouncing around here there I'm settled and then I'm just like gonna change it up again Uh, But that's, I feel like with COVID, a lot of people got into back into that of just like picking up and going and and making these big changes instead of just settling and staying on this linear path. Um, And we've never lived that life of this linear path anyways. But I feel like as we've gotten older, we've been more um, pressured to get on that path. And yeah, I I was going to say that COVID has like made me the COVID COVID has made me feel uh like to be like forcing myself to be more linear yes rather than yes some people you know have gone remote and it's been easier for them to travel and 
I don't know. It felt a little bit more different for me, I guess, being away for family from family in Tahoe and whatnot. It made me realize that I wanted to be home and spend time with family and do all that things that I haven't done in the past couple of years and whatnot. But uh, usually my because I feel I feel the same way in a lot of of ways. And we've had this conversation before of like uh for example the book or movie whatever wild like it came out long Uh time ago I read it when it was like kind of first out expecting to get some real inspiration and motivation from have either of you guys read or seen that I I, only through you okay (laughs) read wild the is it like a woman yes who does the PCT alone so uh yeah, I read it looking for some like kind of good inspiration, someone who I feel like I could relate to or something. And then reading the story, she, she inspired a lot of people. So awesome. Good for her. But for me, like I did not connect because come to find out this was like not someone I relate to at right. all. She had no clue what she was doing, made a lot of dumb mistakes, which <laughs> anyone would do, even if you're like a seasoned, I don't know, outdoors person, if you're doing a yeah. through hike, I'm sure you're going to make a lot of like rookie sure. mistakes but some of the shit I was just like wow not what I expected and I've always been on this search for someone who I can like really relate to in life not just the story of I went to school got a job got married did this and then I quit after I had all these savings and I decided right. to live outside I'm like okay well what about the people who made their life around like having those types of jobs and then not having any security at all and so yeah I'm backwards and I feel like COVID was a great thing for my business and moving out of the gym and starting my personal training and stuff. But it also sent me into a spiral of really feeling that I need security rather than a lot of folks. The big thing was like, I got to get out of this bubble and buy a trailer and go live in a van. I was like, I've we've done it (laughs) some of those things not long long term or anything part of like I want the freedom to be able to do it but I've also been really craving like you know a fucking job with a stable paycheck um and benefits and benefits yeah yeah. preferably yeah but then, (laughs) then it put you on a path this path that was also then different of craving that kind of linear thing and now you're back to realizing like that wasn't that ain't me yeah no no it's a you know kind of like I wanted that security and that seems like the easiest way you know because you know that's what my family does and I see my first close friends doing things that um you know regular nine to fives you know what to expect you have a consistent paycheck benefits all of that it's so comfortable once you get into it but uh not for me yeah not for me and so day in and day out like oh I can't do it you know um at least I haven't found the right job to do that for me mm-hmm. um I'm super excited to get back to bartending and working with my hands being on my feet and talking to people and as much as I love that, you know, it has its, I'll, I'll peak and then I'll, I'll be like, okay, I know why I did what I did going into an office and whatnot. So I'm excited to find that balance. 
and yeah. find a job that I can, you know, I'm 34. I'm going to be 35 in September and woo, woo baby, back <laughs> way to 70. Oh, yeah. It's <laughs> a great way to look at it. I've mine's in July, then Amber's in August, then you're in September. So I think that that too, just because no matter how much we put in our mind of like, mm-hmm. okay, whatever age doesn't matter and like fuck the societal rules, you just still can't help thinking about it. And as we've talked about several times, I'm sure before too, of just being a woman in biological clock, whether you know that like kids are not in your future or or you just don't know it's still a thing that it's still looming and this like feeling that you just can't help think about the age just tacking on like higher and higher oh she 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 just keeps climbing yeah yeah. body changes like whether it's (laughs) yeah the like maternal part or anything like that it's still Mm -hmm. like going on a hike and you're like god damn it this hurts (laughs) yeah (laughs) just a fucking yeah yeah and yes you can do plenty of things to mitigate that and help your body you know age who wants to (laughs) but it's just it's still a thing like no matter how healthy you are your body is gonna feel much different at 35 than it did at 25 it's just a fucking fact for unless you're between 30 and 35 yeah yes it's it's totally different and I'm I'm really excited for this move because I'm used to working nights that's what I've done forever and I've had a hard time with my health and getting into a routine with working during the day from nine to five so it doesn't work yeah 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 Um, so tell us like let's start there uh let's start there we've been going but you know yeah. um let's go rewind back and yeah, yeah. Give the people tell the us what you've been doing um okay like just since you went back to work like you've been in Washington since the pretty much beginning of when COVID yeah. was like first hit in March or May or April or something 2020 <laughs> whenever I you went back up there um yeah been up there and but you took on did you work at Crystal the first year? I did. Yes. Yeah, so I moved back around May of 2020. I came back in April, but I officially moved back to Washington in May. From where? From Tahoe. Okay. From Tahoe. So uh, yeah, Tahoe, I moved home and then I worked at Crystal a little bit and then um, yeah, through the summer. So I did the winter and then through summer, you know, bartending, snowboarding, right. And it was great. It was great for me to get back there and be near family during COVID. And because I was living by myself in Tahoe and I was struggling with that. So it was, it was so nice to come home to a safety net and have my family close. And um, because it was still uncertain times, you know, Very much so. yeah, in December or in winter of 2020. So bartending there, bartending through the summer. And then I just kind of spun out and I was like, what am I doing? Like, Crystal has always been toxic for me. So, uh, you know, I spoke my mind and then got put on probation. So, uh, wasn't be, wasn't able to get hired back for the winter season. And, uh, and then I was questioning things. I was kind of forced into like, all right, I guess this is the time. This is when you, you be an adult and you, you sit behind that desk and you figure it out, you know? So, uh, in, Living in Greenwater, uh, which is close to in between Enumclaw and uh, Crystal Mountain, it's pretty secluded. So 
if you're not working at Crystal, you where do you work, right? Mm-hmm. Enum Claw. And uh, there was not much job opportunities there for me other than restaurant work. And at that point, I was like, I don't, I don't really want to do that. So I was lucky enough to uh, take on a bookkeeping job from my friend Kelson and his uh, construction company. And I actually really liked the job. I, I found out I've always been a numbers person. And so the work itself was awesome. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed learning everything about accounting and construction. It was a whole new world. So that was exciting for me. But uh, what it boiled down to was that wasn't my routine, you know, and I had to honor myself and that wasn't who I am or at least not yet, you know, and I would love to explore accounting again and maybe a different format of a little more flexibility, being remote and whatnot, but that of course takes time and experience. So anyways, I was like, you know, it's not for me. So what do I do? Shake it up, baby. Yeah. Shake shake it up. up. (laughs) So Well, I think that all of us are really similar in the aspect of we like to do many, 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 many things. Yes, there's plenty of people. Obviously, people have interest in multiple things. But I think between the three of us, um, we don't have just like a little bit of interest in some of these things. Like when we want something, we kind of like go full bore for it. Right in. And then whether that's a good or, or bad thing, uh, you know, I'm sure it's just the same way I enter the swimming pool. I cannonball. I dip my toes in, I'm cannonballing, you know, (laughs) dive in and then you find out like, yeah, no, it wasn't really like for me. Um, so it's, it has its bad times where you're just like all in full in and you're kind of going for it. Um, yeah. But then that uh, it's good in the fact that when you're doing that, when you're all in, like you're all in, but yeah, yep. you can just as quickly be all out. So it's yeah. it just <laughs> typical of the transit. There's not yeah. really a transition at all. It's just like, yeah, not doing that anymore. And it's yep. thing I've struggled with and thought about for a long time of like, I want to be off that pattern of, of going all in and then like, not especially as I started my own business but um I'm still still kind of in that pattern and I don't think I ever will not be as long as I can actually like pay my my bills and uh then I think it's okay but yeah it's it's hard not to go all into one thing and then to just like instantly switch it up because we know that when something's not right for us like as I've gotten older I've stayed in that for a little bit longer than like instantly just changing things but um I think we've all been really good and self-aware enough to know that when the rest of our life is kind of going into a bad place because of something that we can change yeah and we change um but then we get a lot of flack for like wanting to change that like Amber you want to go back to school because you want to learn more to be all in into that field that you want to go into, but you're not really getting the support that you need from the people you need it from to, to do that. So it makes it hard to make those decisions as you just develop different and it questions and your decision making yeah, yeah. like it oh really I'm going to spend all this money to do this fucking thing do I do it or do I not but you yeah. know what I'm gonna do it yeah 
(laughs) (laughs) I think that's really what it boiled down to for this big move is I've always honored I haven't honored myself as much as I should I've always like you know I've grown up to be like not that confident of a person and uh you know, and it's like about time. Like I'm going to be 35. This is what I fucking want to do. I'm going to do it. And I'm done. I'm done living for everyone else's like hopes and dreams of who I'm supposed to be because I'm fucking not that, you know? Yeah. Yes, bitch. Yes. I have a question about that. Um, When you you say you weren't quite living for yourself, who was it in your life? Did you feel like you were trying to please and or live for? My parents, 100%. Okay. Yep. Their idea of who I was, was who I was going to be. You know, they, I'm so grateful that they had put me through college. I'm very grateful for that. Um, but that came with holding it over my head and yes. expectations that you will use it and you will do this. And yes. right when I graduated college, I was like, Skirt, I'm moving to the mountains, learn how to snowboard. Didn't even, didn't never even use it. Back. And never look yeah. back. <laughs> never, also, never look I- back. I feel like within our society, and I even had a conversation with Murray about this, it's, um, we are sold this like dream, this American dream, this ideology, whether it's like, find your person and get married, some Disneyland bullshit, or whether it's like, go to college and then graduate with this degree and then go to work for this degree. I don't know how many of my friends went to college and got their degree, but never ended up using it. Exactly. That and works. that's what I was going to say is I think that our generation really, okay. I can't say generation because generation is actually like just way too broad. It's very too big. Yeah. Too big. But within our friends who are within five years of our age, I would say, um, mm-hmm. they, and I could be wrong just because this is what I know. These are my people. And in those years, it could have started well before this, but it was a major thing of, yeah, everyone following that pattern of go straight to school but this is where we started to see people not going through with with using their degree and I noticed this after I finished um my associates and I would have went to school but I did not get into western twice Mm. so I didn't go I did one quarter at UWT but um I was paying for it myself. And so once I was paying for that and seeing friends like who had graduated and not like using it, I'm like, well, what's the rush? Like, what am I doing? I don't even know if that's what I want to do. And I know certainly that I'm paying for something that's going to be a general degree. So what, what is the point? Um, Right. And, and I kept thinking about that as years went on and I kept thinking about going back to school, but continue to see my friends who had these degrees, but weren't doing anything like directly related towards that. I just didn't feel that pressure to go back, but I still had the pressure in the job world of if I wanted to get out of customer service, food service, I still felt that I needed that piece of paper, even if it was like a bachelor's in general studies, I felt that a job, a stable job of any kind of office job or anything, yeah. seeing that they would hire me. Um, and so it was just kind of like, well, what the hell do I do? I feel like there's many times that I felt like I still needed it to get a well enough paying job. Um, but it was just so frustrating to see so many people who had it and weren't, and didn't 
didn't use it and were finding That's something to do. Yeah, it's not that motivating to yeah, spend so, that much of money. Yeah. To, so I'm like, yeah. okay, yeah, like there's plenty of people who don't, they like they what they were doing, they didn't need that de- their specific degree for, but I still felt right. that just because they had a degree, it helped them. But that was just my own insecurities of not having a bachelor's that I was like, is that why I can't like, you know, I'm never going to get out of where I am. I'm never going to get a, a good paying job without working somewhere for like 10 years. And the years of yeah. my age are ticking on. I can't afford to work for a company for 10 years to get paid the same as if I were to walk in no. with bachelors. But also uh, the idea that service industry jobs aren't good jobs. I don't know how many years of my life I've been able to sustain my lifestyle, traveling, buying whatever I cars in cash with yes. yeah. service industry job. It's a great oh, job. They're the shit. I, they're the shit. I, yeah, they're the shit. It's like, yeah, I struggled with that with my parents. So, you know, like oh we're so happy you got out of the industry and you know I was living in this kind of sort of denial of like maybe I don't like it maybe you know blah 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 maybe it's not for me and like no I freaking love it and I've traveled all over I haven't really struggled that much you know with financially um that is one thing I'll thank my dad for. Save yeah. your money. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Save your money, peeps. There. <laughs> one, I am so glad that you brought that up, Amber, because that is just so true of the feeling of it's not a good job. Yeah. You're like just a server, just a bartender. Yeah. And I'm totally guilty of saying that and of not yeah. wanting yeah. that. But that's also because I don't actually have a passion for, for that industry at all. And there's plenty of people that do like like you Hillary love it and thrive in that industry and people who go on to own restaurants or manage these like big restaurants I mean that's a freaking career so there's nothing about it and even the lifetime server at Denny's guess what they're fucking happy and it's making their life like that's what they want it's not what I wanted so I want to change my like language or, or around that of like yeah it's just not for me because I honestly want- I don't even know where the bad stigma came from I don't, I don't know. either you I know where did this come from I don't know I think yeah. maybe because it's a they're entry-level jobs you can get these kinds of jobs right out of school but they're still teachers yeah. right you can do that at the neighborhood right. like bar restaurant cafe but there are still restaurants in these places that you have to have years and years of experience for go through like a salmon sommelier what how do I always say sommelier, sommelier. you know yeah, you you're go through a, a crazy course for that um yeah. and so working at these top tier five-star dining restaurants and above you have to really be committed and know your shit so I think honestly service is an art it is is. you have to have finesse you have to have a lot of skill a great skill you're a psychologist for some people Mm -hmm. some of your guests it's totally and it's and you're right it's like you have to have that certain personality and another benefit of these jobs is like you don't take the bullshit home it's not extremely hard on your body you're not like working in a like like, like an environmentally toxic work environment. You're not selling your soul. It's just sometimes you are. Depending. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
yeah. you, and, depending on I, the whole I think any workplace yeah. environment can be toxic True. um so True. you just have to find the right place for you but yeah that's a, another thing I think maybe of why it's not looked at as a quote-unquote good job is because many of them are just hourly and thus you have oh, benefits yeah. and so in our society what is considered a good job is most likely a salary or at least full time so that you know like what your paycheck will be every two weeks and benefits yeah and benefits and bonuses and all those things and so I think that's what is considered a a good job not necessarily the fact that because my friends who worked in the industry the whole time in Tahoe because I worked in uh like cafes um, yeah I didn't do like and when I was in the restaurant, I was busing. I never was at like a higher level, whereas me like seeing the good money, which is also what made me, I think, feel a little more jaded. Um, but they all made like way better money than I did in whatever I tried to do. And it always made me want to go back because I'm like, okay, if I can make $400 in a night, because my finances were never stable. But again, I didn't have any good finance lessons or things to look up to growing up. And my brother and I have talked about this. Like we both are terrible with our money and we know exactly why. Um, And like as much as I try to get better, like I still have the same, same tendencies and I'm like really trying and really not it should be a, it should be a course in school finance yeah. really should be a course in school it should and I talked to my mom because, the other day yeah. actually that you know like in school they need to be learning real life things um but so the fact that you had like your dad who in, like put those skills into you plus just being in the position of making like great money like that industry has done great things for you and you love it and you yeah like I said so when your yeah. parents though look at it as like oh we're so happy you're out of it you're like yeah but I, I feel like dead to the world just going into a office every oh, day yeah yeah soul sucking in a way I mean it's great in a way too I really I do love going in there you know what to expect it's zero drama you know like you go in you do your work I loved my co-workers it was awesome but you know like I miss that thrill like yeah what's gonna be that problem at the restaurant what fires do you have to put out you know I'm an adrenaline junkie and restaurant work kind of fits the mold for it like I like high volume I like to you know make a hundred over you know hundreds of drinks a night you know talking to people while making drinks while running your food you know multitasking Mm -hmm. I love it yeah and you leave like exhausted and you know you at the old restaurant I worked at, we would walk like five miles a night. And so you're getting like fit too. Like you're moving and uh, just being sedentary at the desk, you know, I, I just compare everything. So like, I was just in my head at the desk job. I'm like, I could be moving at work. And then, so I'm not stressed out before my shift. Like I need to work out before I go into the office and then I never could do it because I love sleep and yes it was tough dude it's really tough hard man like I am doing the marketing aspect from home what who cares like whether if I was doing it in the office or like I'd still be sitting and staring at a computer and it's only a couple days a week 
And I just can't imagine really doing it full time because it is so hard to manage that time of, and I mean, I've been a morning worker outer for a long time and yeah, I, have, you have. I have a hard time not like working out before I'm like, okay, I want to go on a bike ride today. I'm like, but I really want to go to CrossFit too. And yeah. um, I have to reel that in so I can actually like do the bike ride. But um, so even with that being said, I still like, I go work out, but then on the days that I'm sitting down, I'm like, I look at my step count. So I'm like, oh my God, I have like 2000 steps. So low. And so it's like when I work actually on the floor, I work out in the yeah. morning, but then I'm also on my feet all day. And it just feels so yeah. much better to work and be on your feet so yeah being in the really does from like a jobs of being on your feet all the time to complete opposite of just sitting in front of a desk for days on end uh and it's just so hard mentally when you're the person who needs to it is yeah I forgot what I was gonna say (laughs) well um Hillary you leave tomorrow I leave tomorrow (laughs) I leave tomorrow I'm moving to St. Thomas in the Virgin Islands hey. tomorrow. How, how the hell did oh! this even like, <laughs> come up? How was it just because she calls me one day and I was in uh, the Pet Smart. We we're like doing Reno errands. And I almost didn't answer just because we were doing that. And I was like, oh, I'm trying to get better at just answering the phone and at least just saying, hey, so what's hard. up? Like I'm doing something, you know, I'll call you back or whatever, mm-hmm. instead of like the nonverbal communication of like, let me let it ring and then I'll text her. Um, and she's like, well, I have something Do to that. tell you. So just like, you know, <laughs> let me know like when you talk or whatever. Like, well, tell me now. And of course, oh. being at this, this age, I'm like, oh my God, she's pregnant. <laughs> excited for it to be different of an entry there well at least we can have abortions in this state yeah i know we will talk about that next time um so hillary what feelings are you having are you ready are you packed what's up uh mostly packed um yeah no i have a couple things to check off the list we don't leave until tomorrow Uh, we have a red eye so you know got plenty of time tomorrow oh god (laughs) Like I leave at three. So um do you want to meet at 2 30? Wait, what time is your flight tomorrow? 9 30 p.m. Okay. And then yeah, then we red eye to New York and then uh um sleep there for like two hours. And then we buggy down to St. Thomas and then this time on Wednesday I'll freaking be in the Virgin Islands, man. So you're just cruising like Craigslist for jobs and St. Thomas comes up or what? Okay, so I've always heard about them, had this like, I don't know, do you guys ever have these like places that you remember and you kind of feel or like places, things, people you kind of feel like this weird connection to, but yeah, you you don't know when it's going to fall into your life, but you kind of, they stick out you know mm-hmm. so uh about three weeks ago my friends from Greenwater got home from a vacation in St. Thomas 
from St. Thomas and they were just talking about how much they loved it. It was perfect. It was paradise. It was not too hot, not too humid. Cause that's very important for me. Uh, <laughs> I'm highly irritable in the heat. <laughs> And I'm a, I'm an avid snorkeler and they said snorkeling's awesome. So I'm in baby. And, uh, <laughs> I just, you know, like I said earlier, bored in life, I'm bored as shit. I've been trying to honor, you know, someone else that's not me. And so, oh, actually what's funny, like side note, I was <laughs> trying to figure out, you know, like, why am I feeling like this? So I looked at my birthday personality. And in there, like under the health section, it was like, people who are born in September 3rd should not uh, work behind a desk as it has negative impact on their mental oh. and physical health. So I, was like, I, yeah. it. <laughs> I knew it. I knew it. I knew it. <laughs> so, um, and then, uh, okay, so, so Bailey and Lucas come home and I'm like, this is great. I love what they're saying. So I hop on Indeed around 11 p.m. and find that this uh, restaurant is hiring. I look up the restaurant. It's freaking gorgeous. It has a beautiful view. They Wait, have a, are you looking specifically in St. Thomas? Yes. Yep, oh, okay. yep, specifically in St. Thomas. So I'm like, all right, how can I do this? Well, yeah. So I hop on and then the Easterly is the name of the restaurant. And it sits right on the water in the marina. Beautiful view. They have you know, fishermen go out in the morning and they, you know, catch the fish, bring oh. it in. The chef cooks it up however he wants. And my all the cocktails are made uh, from fruit picked right on the property. And it's just me like, yes. like, hell yeah. So fresh, baby, fresh. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Fresh, baby. Yeah. So I, <laughs> I went out, you know, I didn't even try either. I just sent in a resume and wrote like the shittiest cover letter because part of me likes to play this game like yeah, if it's meant to see. be if it's meant to be and I don't even like try and it works out tight yeah great sign, great sign. next morning wake up love to interview you and I was like no freaking way okay <laughs> awesome so Friday rolls around the next day they call me and uh have an interview and the guy who's interviewing me he's like you know I like to keep these to like five minutes you know short and sweet interviews we end up talking for like an hour oh hit it God. off just you know and I'm like it's just sparking me like my inner fire is coming out and I I'm like I this is my passion yes. my passion is to be behind a bar talk about food talk about quality ingredients mm. having that good quality life like you know, I've always thought out to do. So he's like, you know, end of the conversation. He's like, yeah, you got a job. Awesome. Okay. Call Tyler. He's on his way up to see me. And I'm like, so, uh, I got a job. <laughs> he's like, where? I'm like, oh, St. Thomas. <laughs> he starts laughing and he's like, oh, so we're moving to St. Thomas. I'm like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and like, the fact that he's on board is pretty like this is meant to be boo yeah and shout out to Tyler for just being so spontaneous and supportive and like down yeah, yeah. homie's down he's homie's down yeah so he needs somebody awesome. like that yeah yes and That's so awesome. then 
so that lines up. Okay, so job's down, boyfriend's down. And next morning we wake up, pop on Craigslist, and we see the sick studio. And it has a view of the water and totally furnished. In the listing, it said, all you need is a toothpaste or toothbrush. And I'm like, perfect. <laughs> Call him up. She's like, oh, yeah, totally. You know, we'll send, you know, hit it off, FaceTimed them, went great. And then they sent over the lease. And an hour later, we signed a lease and we have a house for six months in St. Holy Thomas. Crap. So, like, within, I don't know, 24 hours, it worked out. And I'm like, I couldn't get a job in Tacoma to save my life. I couldn't, we couldn't find a rental in Tacoma that was like affordable. Mm-hmm. But St. Thomas, right? The, what? Feeling, the feeling has to be there. Like, like you said in all yeah. these like, Zoom meetings, like the feeling was right. Things just lined up and like things just weren't lining yeah. up for you. Mm-hmm. Not at all. It was like we were forcing this shit to happen because yes. our parents, you know want to see us commit to something and see us grow because we we have great great potential but we just committed to each other in like the biggest way and we are committed to this move and this is our form of commitment and yeah yeah, so hell yeah that's that's the story three weeks ago thanks to Bailey and Lucas for uh going to St. Thomas that's awesome and like I mean commitment it just looks so different to everybody else. And yeah, like, that's a does. commitment to uproot your life and move to a, another your commitment. place that's like, yeah, it's uh, technically this country, but it's the territory of it. So it's very much different than just moving yeah. to back to California or up to a different city. Um, so you Easy. got a job, you signed a lease, and mm-hmm. like I said, no matter how much your parents may want you to always be around, like real close to you, and how much like you want that too, personally, yeah, like, you just don't know how life's gonna unfold. And this could be you could live there forever. You could create a yeah. life there. You just don't know. And if it you is- do that, like what? If, so what if you got an accounting job down there? You're like, okay then great. We'll come see ya. You know, like, yeah, you well, just don't like, know. this could be, this could be for six months. It could be for six years. Like people like look but, at people who are in the military, they move all the time. Yes. Cause they're in the military and they have to, yeah. but it's like, so why can't that be a normal thing? Like, why can't you just move around kids? Like, you know, you can move and meet new friends how many kids grew up like moving around all the time and it actually benefited them in their social habits in their life some it's hard for but some it's hard for kids to stay in the same school in the same town the whole time and they have to switch schools within the same city because school is just hard I think that's you know Tyler he uh grew up with his parents and they're huge travelers and just so willing to take risk and so having his where my parents don't take risk at all so he's a great yin to my yang and he went to middle school in lagos nigeria so yeah he and then from there he's just traveled and traveled and so he's so comfortable with everything and that helps me a lot and Mm -hmm. so i look forward to it but back on the staying in tacoma for like family and stuff i'm like i could stay here and i could see my mom regularly but I'm going to be grumpy. Yes. I'm going to yeah. be pissed. And what's the point of that? I'd rather go live my life. And, you know, I've always kind of battled with a little bit. I don't know. I, I probably depression, never been diagnosed, but I think, you um, know, city life, the, the 
constant commotion and the, I don't know, it's just not the beauty of nature. I mean, granted, Tacoma is really beautiful, but uh, getting out and shaking everything up is like what I need to get out of my head. I'm a very heady person. And so in order to just really have that quality time, I think quality time, and even if it's a shorter amount of time, as you can relate, Taryn, with your family, mm-hmm. is better than for me, maybe for you, than just constantly being around them. Yeah, I have to remind my family of that because when I come to visit now, um, I used to do a lot more trips that were shorter, like four days. I'd make the drive from Tahoe and go up there and come back yeah. down. And as I got older, I'm like, I have to take more time. I can't just be doing that quick of a turnaround um, and yeah. spending a week or two. And now I've been flying up and spending like two to three weeks up there. And so when I'm up there, I mean, I, and I've just immersed myself in the family. I see like a couple of friends and do a couple of things, but I'll be at my brother's like every day and a lot of time with my parents and stuff. Um, and I just have to remind my mom of like, if I lived down the street, like you wouldn't see me every day. Like you wouldn't no. like, and, um, I, I kind of felt a little, I started to feel a little bit bad as I, my niece and nephew are getting older and stuff. And I've spent so much time with them and my niece is remembering me and, and saying things. And I'm like, I think about like, oh, if I lived there, I could go to soccer every week and I could have one night a week, like Tuesdays that I'm there every night with TK, like while Jen's working and helping. And I'm like, but actually like, that's a nice thought to have, but I can't say that that would actually be reality because I would still have a life and, uh, maybe like, you know, if, okay, say just for things come up. Of, of, theoretically like if Andrew and I lived there like you know we'd still be doing our thing right so I might not make soccer every Sunday I'm something might come up that yeah I'm not there every Tuesday um so for a while I probably would be and I would definitely see them more often but it's just it's a different experience and it's hard to remember when you're in the moment of like this is what life would be like all the time if you were here on vacation it wouldn't yeah wouldn't be (laughs) and most importantly I have to remind myself that so I don't make myself feel so bad like for yeah being the one who's gone and like like it's my fault that I am missing it all or something it's like no if I was there this is not necessarily how life would look. And what would I do? Like, he's like, what yeah. would make me happy all of the right. time? Yeah. Larry, when you were saying earlier about the relationship between you and your mom, when you put tension and strain on a relationship, it just makes it more like catastrophic and chaotic. And it's, I've like kind of learned this with my nephew. Like the more that I try to be his mom, the more that I try to be involved in his life, the more strain is on our relationship. And so I've just like fully backed off and been like, when you're ready, you'll come around and we'll be together. And like with mother, I mean, mother, daughter, mother, son, mother relationships, like the moms are giving and giving and giving for so many years for their lives to this person and like when children start to grow up and like that separation happens you the the mother still feels like she needs to have control or needs to give to something and I just find it interesting and I think that it's very important for mothers to just like while they're mothering have something forever for themselves like Mm -hmm. that's why I try for myself to always have my own things because I know that like once Quincy's Quincy's old and out of the house yeah like what do I do now? You know? So yeah. 
you just 100%. always have to have a part of you. Yeah. And don't try to strain a relationship because it's just going to make it worse. Give it time and space. And even totally, when you're fighting yeah. with your partner, like give exactly. it time and space. Don't stress yes. yourselves. And that's Man, what I was space is say. awesome. Yes. For any relationship, <laughs> um, especially the mother, because like my my mom did not really have her own Thanks. identity outside of being a mom. She and also so got pregnant so young. Yeah. And so even when you come to being or your kids come to being like teenagers and they're just gone out of the house and wanting to hang out with friends more. I think that uh, becomes a hard transition, but let alone when they're gone and living their life. And, you know, I think my mom still thinks and hopes that like, I will come back someday. And I never say never to anything, um, especially with just the way Tahoe is changing. Um, but anyway, I'm just like, you know, not gonna, I don't want to burst her bubble of reality. I'm not gonna be like, mom, I'm never, ever coming home. Yeah. And as things happen, it will happen. Cause I think she's like, okay, like, if she, if I got pregnant and had a kid, she'd definitely want me like home and near her. She wouldn't be able to bear the thought of like her grandchildren growing up, like away from her, but I'm not going to tell her like, Hey mom, like the real chance is most likely if that happens, like it is going to happen down here. Like that's just if things happen, they'll happen. (laughs) I'm not going to let her have these thoughts. Do you have a crescent wrench in your hand right now? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) For what? (laughs) Uh, It was sitting on my desk. It's for my my pedals. I keep it close to uh, (laughs) adjust pedals on my, on my bikes up here. Okay. Um, Okay. And it was sitting on my desk and I always got to like fucking fiddle. Uh, yes, <laughs> spinning it around. But um, the cool woman O'Donnell. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so any relationship, I think it's important to keep your identity, friends, um, friends, partnerships, anything, because I think we've all yeah. also been in the experiences of what, any kind of relationship, especially like you said, Hillary, like you're always like living or something for somebody else. So yes. uh, you're just. And also kind of maternal instinct of like just worrying about other people and not yourself. And you always just have to, yeah, keep your own identity and do what's right for you. And it gets really, really hard to do when you are in any kind of tight relationship, whether it's family, friends, again, or partner that you start to kind of think about that other person a little more than like what's right for you and um so I'm just so happy and proud of you for making this choice and move like I said especially as we get older we just have that pressure of like can I do this right now something you weren't um unfamiliar with but it's been a long time it's been like eight years since you've done it to a brand new place because Tahoe was the last place that you like up and moved and like yeah let's do it yeah then you were just back and forth between the two but you haven't gone anywhere new so yeah turning 35 and moving somewhere completely fucking different not even know like ever being there it's just (laughs) a little different like fear on it than it did when you were in your 20s yeah yeah just to you know put a little cherry on top of the fear thing is that when we land you know there's a hurricane forming so we might just get a hit right when we land tight baby (laughs) Tyler Stone he's he wants to surf the, the the storm so okay so to quote our uh old uh split board spoof video yeah, yeah, our yeah. urban split clip what's life if you're not taking risks 
<laughs> Straight up. Hey. That is a great video. You should post it to your podcast thing just so uh, <laughs> listeners can Put it watch in it. Show notes. <laughs> yeah. No, I to that note though, I saw some uh what's made this has definitely been a pretty crazy thing for me. Like moving hasn't been too hard, you know in years past but now it's like I created this life path for me and my brain is like I'm gonna have this nine to five I got a great boyfriend we're gonna do this we're gonna do all of the things and then I was like no like it doesn't feel right and then I saw this quote about uh, attachment Mm -hmm. and I'm like I'm attaching myself to these ideas Mm -hmm. and I think the quote was attachment is the root of all suffering yeah uh it's a Buddha quote and uh and I was like, that is what I'm doing. You know, like I, I, I gotta let go and just not let the fear take hold and not take these ideas, take hold and go live my life. Yes, and, baby. and it's been great. So, I mean, in I'm my not- head, I'm not that scared anymore. I'm so ready. We're just we're ready and I'm excited okay. and it's so badass to feel this way yeah yes. awesome. especially and after just, not yeah. for so long because I yeah been with you through the pandemic and I remember visiting you multiple times and us just being like what the fuck is going on and also yes. to the attachment uh topic there's mm-hmm. multiple ways that we can become attached to someone whether it's physical emotional or mental yeah. Um, and I feel like frequently we do attach ourselves to people emotionally, even though we do not very much. It. Like I had a girlfriend yes. say to me one time, she was like, yeah, I'm really um, attached to my partner. And I was like, you guys never spend time together. You guys never do this. I was like, what are you talking about? And she's like, emotionally, yeah. I'm like severely emotionally attached to my partner. And it, it, uh, it happens when we don't know it. And in all yeah. relationships. Yeah. Yes. And, it does. Uh, even just like Hillary said, ideas or things or places, right? Like mm-hmm. maybe it's not a person, but like you were attached to like being in, you could be attached to being in Tacoma and close to home, but knowing like, it's not right for you. You don't feel comfortable, but you just cannot yeah. let this attachment of being close or um, the idea of creating a life there. Like you said, you just have to let go of attachments. I think more so attached, for yeah. like attached to ideas of how things like should yes. be or how I want. Yeah. Them to be. Fantasies. Yeah. And then they're yeah. just like, like not like, I don't even know anymore how I want things. I had a thought this morning though. And it was just like, of, of all things, like little, little thing. Like I would just love if Andrew's not a coffee drinker, coffee and the ritual of it can be so important to me like god if only he would just like could make me a cup of coffee one morning he doesn't have to drink it but if like yeah Tyler doesn't drink coffee either and I'm the same way girl he tried coffee the first time with me and he's like wow you know what that honestly makes me feel so good because it's like uh, misery, misery is company kind of thing where, uh, as much as I know, we love our coffee rituals and we've gone so many places where we're like, let's make a pot of coffee let's, right here. Just yes. because like we're on a rock on the seaside and it just exactly uh, what I was ritual. Thinking. Yeah. And, um, and to know that you also, <laughs> your partner does not drink coffee. <laughs> oh my God. Good. Then I'm not just living this nightmare alone. <laughs> nope. We're both living in these nightmares of having our coffee alone. 
Better than alcohol. Yeah, so. <laughs> um, Dog, another question. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Are you all moved out of your apartment? And if so, where's all your stuff? And who has your snowboard and stuff? Oh, uh, if, um, okay. So, yes, I moved out. And it feels so fucking good. Woo! This, oh, man. And I ne- would never think I would say that because I loved my house in Greenwater. It was absolutely beautiful. Oh, but to like give that up and like be done with it, I know that this is the right thing. So that's cool too. Uh, it's all of my stuff is in Tyler's uh, mother-in-law at their beach cabin. I'm super grateful for them to let me store my stuff here. And snowboard stuff is here. So how did it feel putting how did it feel putting that stuff away because I know you just bought a bunch of new gear this past year I did uh oddly good I it's oh I can't even explain to you how good I feel like and for those of you don't know I uh, live and breathe snowboarding snow all of it I just freaking love it and it's crazy crazy to just like be like oh well, you know might spend the winter in a total opposite environment and yeah. uh but that's a good sign that it feels good you know because like even just yeah. I know you also love summer and the sun so yeah there's there's times that you're like ready to to have that but that can be a little more fleeting than the desire for the snow and snowboarding so yeah. I feel like 100% good about being out of the place in Greenwater and like okay with like putting the stuff away and like really welcoming a full new season is a good sign instead of like okay I want like a week of sun and now I miss yeah. snowboarding <laughs> like you're like yeah you're, it no I want to live it I just want to live it and I think along with like the two I guess there's three words that uh really brought to light you know, that I need to move and want to move. And what I've always lived by is, is like attachment. Like I got to give up my attachments. I'm too comfortable right now. I want to give that up and being complacent and mm-hmm. all of those things I was feeling. And I want to get rid of it all. I want to be free. And I think it's really important for all of us to just get out of our comfort zones and really just see what we're capable of. Cause we as humans are capable of so 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 much and if we let our brains get there allow yeah I've been real comfortable in this house and I'm like got other other like chaos just garbage bags of shit everywhere trying yeah how's it feeling for you to be packing up there awful (laughs) (laughs) no just because uh we got a lot of shit yeah figuring out where it's all gonna go and like what is gonna go into our small space versus storage um and just a little bit scary because we don't have things ready like a like water and septic um oh yeah so some things you need to live um which is there any natural springs around there no no we have to drill well but we'll do a tank we just have to get the water tank and uh, figure out a septic. But uh, yeah, it's just this this week that's going to be a little bit tougher. But because um, yeah, it's, it's just a lot of hard work. Packing yeah. everything. 
It's a lot of hard work. Random shit, but it's also a purge. So that feels kind of good. Like, don't need this. Don't need this. Fuck it. Like, let's start fresh with a lot of things. Um, It is the best feeling. So that, that feels, feels good. And just doing something. Yeah. We're in the midst of it. It doesn't feel so great because you're going through the shit, but afterwards you'll be like, oh my God, especially after living in a, in a house where roommates have been like in and out. I don't know if your house is like that. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, it'll uh, we'll be one of them. One of them. Yeah. <laughs> we'll be a starting. It'll be a yeah. In that aspect, a nice fresh start of like we're up at the property. We're in this thing that's been only ours, and it's gonna be only our, like the fifth wheel is gonna be only ours, and and see what happens. But it's just real scary not knowing. Yeah, what, if we will get anything else up there besides the fifth wheel before winter and just a lot a lot to do and Andrew and I are both kind of putting off the that feeling and the the getting going um but this is definitely forcing us to like look out of your comfort okay, zone. we gotta we've we've now we've made the commitment now we have to fucking keep diving diving in because I have gotta to keep my going toes. yeah I gotta get that cannonball in um yeah. and how scary <laughs> as the homesteading venture may feel and is at a lot of times just know that you'll be okay because you're you have family there yeah. every it'll be okay but it's gonna be hard yes yeah it's gonna be a learning curve for sure especially just being out of town um Again, yeah. we're not fucking that far out of town by any means, but we're right in the middle, basically right now. Everything's five minutes away. So just adding on, life will be a little bit different of even just little things of going to dinner and going out to have a couple beers is like, we have to think a little bit more, plan a little more. It's and, more intentional. Uh, yeah. So not just like on the seat of our pants, yeah. let's go do this. And like, oops, we stayed out too late. Like we're only five minutes from home let's call for a a ride or bike or something like that we're like oh crap we're it's like almost an hour round trip like if we needed a ride somewhere so it's harder for someone to do Um, I do you see a whale I see an otter oh (laughs) I knew I've never seen one on shore they're so cute it's so cool Yay. I animals. What, I is animals tide? So what is the tide right now is it out it's low uh-huh yeah. um, he's just rolling around on this on the shell scratching his back i've uh, never seen this how cute what is the time difference in saint thomas three hours we're east three. coasters okay. not bad so wait do they use u.s currency yep no passport needed oh my god Good. Can't wait to go. Easy peasy. Yep. So, you guys, cannot, but, I'm but, so excited to be there Wednesday so you can start telling me when I can come. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> come now. It's so cool. It's like super easy, but bring your passport. Maybe we'll go just hop on a ferry. Just hop on a ferry. You can go to the British Virgin Islands. Yeah, I want to go right there. That's where a girlfriend of mine just was. Um, so I just assumed they were pretty similar as far as like, you know, scenery and whatnot. Um, Cause yeah, she said she had the best time, highly recommended going. Uh, and what, yeah. so what do your parents think and feel like now that you're like about, they've had three weeks for it to kind of settle in. I know they probably weren't like, well, your dad probably wasn't super stoked at first on the My dad didn't <laughs> talk to me. For how long? <laughs> when I told him. Oh, yeah. Days. 
but so part, of it, <laughs> part of it too is he's also a heady guy and he just turned 70 and that that hit him pretty hard Aww. so I think he's I think it's less disappointment now than just being like oh shit she's not gonna be around and right it you know like, I think she needs it, to get her shit together he's like I want you yeah close. Mm-hmm. yeah and he is just the king of silent treatment so uh mm-hmm. i was like you know what space amber gave him that space yeah. <laughs> like, no. we gonna be all right he'll come around, uh, he'll come around. still gave him hugs when i'm like i'm here dad you know you don't have to talk to me <laughs> i'm here i love you but my mom she was amped tyler's oh. parents are stoked uh they're like you guys need this that's this is cool. who you are that's good i think they could feel our energy you know I mean of course you know like when we were talking about Tacoma we're like we can do it yeah we can do it but then when we told him we're like we're moving to the Virgin Islands yeah it's a way different energy and yeah. everyone likes to see their people happy so well that's good um, so, another has, question yeah uh, yeah what are prices like down there and is it is everything like pretty close like are you gonna have to get a car or what what is accessibility gonna look like so yeah everything's really close the longest drive you can take is like 40 minutes from one side of the island to the other Damn, (laughs) it's like not long it's not Not big um Tyler and I both like to drive really fast so we won't even we won't get to do that there that's going to be one sacrifice but I think I think we'll be all right um dry so we're gonna look for a car and they all call them island beaters they're like if they don't have bumpers they don't have headlights they don't have like they're like like, years old yeah, they're old, and I couldn't be more excited to get in one. Like, I don't oh. ever buy a car to take care of it, yeah. you know? Oh. Like, like, let's rally this bitch. Let's That's have been, fun. Yeah, I've been so. craving, like, a, a old Volkswagen <laughs> for that. I'm just like, okay, oh. I'm kind of tired of vehicles that I have to take care of, even though I haven't, I've never been that good at it either, but just with gas and everything, I'm like, I miss yeah. driving, like, a stick shift, too, so I just want, like, So bad, yeah. yeah. So, so we're going to get one of those. Also, people get around by like scooters and whatnot and locals call them scoot scoots. But the roads, they're super, super steep. And um, our buddies were saying when you're driving in a car, you can't even see like, Oh, over you you don't know like the steepest hills downtown yeah they're gnarly I was watching this YouTube and this guy said that they change out their brake pads every three to four months because they're so steep and a funny thing about the island is you drive a left-handed drive car on the left side of the road so a normal car on the left side of the road um yeah so it'll that'll be a learning curve with that um but they're basically like there's no rules on the island it's just yeah you just go like you know you're supposed to you know and no one's out there patrolling how you drive that's so awesome Um, yeah does your boyfriend have a job too no uh uh-uh i think you should just write a book (laughs) sugar mama yes yeah He's going to chill. He has been working his ass off here and I'm excited for him to just recalibrate and, um, find, you know, himself again, just relax and unplug and, you know, 
talk to people and just live his life Out you know the world. yeah fuck yeah, yeah. Good. Good, that's good, awesome good. and the way, the way that you guys are like well I mean you've done stints of not working and figuring out like what the next step is um but I think it's awesome that for this move like his recalibration is going to be like not working taking some time and your recalibration <laughs> is like fucking diving right into the restaurant yeah. industry and talking to people but going to work and having like yeah after, but not the like normal routine structure um yeah. so it's just like you guys have the opposite needs Total but you're opposite. able to like meet them in the same yeah. way or same place so uh that's it just sounds like it's going to be great for yeah both I'm guys so happy for you guys yeah awesome that, the, that both your proud of you too part support it because I know Thanks. you're both like pretty close to your parents and it's just so much harder when you have a close relationship with your parents to to do these things without the support just like we mentioned at the beginning of like Amber in school and and when you want to make choices or make big moves and the people who are closest to you that matter the most like aren't on board it just makes it that much harder to make that decision for yourself even though it's just what you really want so it's it's just nice to have that support um and it's been great to have friends who support us and hey baby you know that really matters not (laughs) just because I want to go so bad (laughs) oh my gosh I can't fucking wait to go and and paddle I'll bring my paddle board and uh yeah hey guys check it out yeah so you leave for the Virgin Islands tomorrow. The day after that, I'm going to Sayulita. Yes. Oh, yes. Tips. Give me all your tricks. What do you guys have to say about Sayulita? It was so Freaking much fun. just dance your ass off. It hey. was so much fun. Yes. Where, just fun. Staying... Where in Sayulita are you oh, staying? Oh. Um, I am staying near the Yaya Cafe, which is on the south end of the city. Um, okay probably like an eight minute walk up from the beach okay well that's good you're away from downtown because it is loud as shit (laughs) i'm sure of that i made sure of that yeah i i one thing that i really enjoyed is waking up early so everyone parties 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 all night long which is super fun but the town is so quiet at like when the sun rises so I recommend just going out to the beach in the morning and enjoying the beach and getting a little solitude and relaxation because come come at like 10 a.m or something it's so freaking crowded it's like ridiculous yeah so you should definitely surf though oh I'm gonna because it's so cheap it's like 25 bucks for an all-day board rental lessons that I know I didn't look into um, cause we just didn't have that much time where we looked into that, but, uh, but yeah, like you just have to, cause it's just a great, that the Salulita beach proper is they've got small waves. Um, yeah. So yeah beginner it's waves. It's a are good easy. place to learn. Perfect. Taryn yeah, is ripping, <laughs> but go out. Yeah. Do it early before. Cause Taryn did it like midday or something and yeah. it, she was battling people. Yeah, there's a lot of folks out there. Um, But it's a great wave. Yeah, I heard. And my girlfriend, who's who I'm going down there for her wedding, she's a major surfer. She's been surfing for like the past six months down there. Um, Oh, rad. So yeah, we'll be kicking it on the surf. And then we're also going to be there in the rainy season. I think you guys went 
on their like high tourist season maybe yeah I don't know it's February I don't know what their seasons are is all but I, I bet it was more yes more yeah, that's their high tourist season yeah. their summer is our winter okay or their their non-rainy season is right so we're yes, going even to... go ahead can you hear me yep. yeah even with a a lot of people is still so fun okay good yeah I know is just down there she so I've been watching her Instagram and it still seemed like amazing so hopefully yeah. we just get some how could you go wrong when I you're think... when you've taken time to go on vacation exactly because yeah. it's been rainy and when I've been in Hawaii or Nicaragua in like rainy times it's like just refreshing rain I mean yeah. when you're used to rain it's it's just so different you're like wow I'm not freezing and mm-hmm. I can still be doing fucking everything in the rain you can still be at the beach in the rain you can be surfing oh, it feels good rain. too um, yes. so it'll be it'll be awesome I'm so excited for you Amber to do that yes. trip as well and be taking the whole family like that's awesome to have Quincy and Murray and just do something like that you guys have never oh that's rad yeah. yeah and Murray and I had a really good time this past Saturday we really got to connect with each other and like so it feels good to be leaving on a trip with the family when he and I are in a good place yeah that's, oh, that's badass yeah do you is it just you guys have it do you guys have your own place or are you sharing uh, we people? got our own place we got our own condo it's this woman's condo that that she and whoever built back in 2008 it's called Casa Jackie and she oh, has God. like just sent us a ton of information and she just seems like an all-amazing host um so I'm cool. excited that we chose like and it was extremely affordable it was like 65 bucks a night damn um, hell and, yeah and we're there for a week so we got a, the week hell deal, yeah. so bless holler Cassie Jackie I mean we'll see how it goes when I come back but also um and we're meeting like some of our friends are going to be down there my girlfriend's entire family is going to be down there and her cousins are or her nieces and nephew are like 15 16 and they love Quincy so we'll be able to get like time away from the babe Um, oh rad yeah that's not that he's he's awesome yeah yeah he's he's a little dog and he actually travels better than Murray does so we'll see how it all goes but I'm I'm like slightly nervous about like the water because I've heard so many people get sick um but I'm bringing down charcoal pills Katie was like don't drink the water yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't drink it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But just like being conscientious about yeah, yeah, yeah. opening your we mouth went and power. To, and especially yeah. with a kid, like brushing your teeth and oh. everything. Like, yeah. Yeah, we, use bottled, bottled water for brushing your teeth. I went to last June went to Mexico and I didn't, I drank all the water, drank all the ice drinks, all the smoothies, everything just went for it. Like normal life. Yeah. Don't recommend it. Okay. I do it, not it. recommend it. When we went, when we went with the girls, Taryn and Becca, did it completely different. Very like thankfully that Taryn and Becca are on it because I'm pretty loose. I'm just like, hey, whatever. It's not yeah. gonna mess me up. The one time I one slipped up, it was food. not tight. Yeah. <laughs> so, I highly recommend <laughs> oh, just yeah. sticking to bottled water. Yeah, I had a. <laughs> emergency so. oh you told me that story yeah, yeah. 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 Good that's, time. that's not one as, for the podcast but uh, Beck and I were like finishing up a massage and Hillary's like hey I can go take a nap <laughs> <laughs> is everything okay <laughs> yeah. 
okay you seem a little like up. <laughs> I had a situation I had a situation yeah oh man yeah so yeah just bottle water all the way I Thanks, can't wait baby. for you to come back to um and so then we can plan another like all girls saw Yolita that's like or somewhere else too like the place I always forget the name that Becca went to um Tramponis. yes um or somewhere like that that's like a dedicated surf week yeah 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 that, we that, were like, looking and going the- and they have like 25 dollars a night places in Troncones. Yeah. Super affordable. But in the tight thing about St. Thomas is like, even though it's an island in the middle of the Caribbean, it's a great hub for flying. So like actually flying to Mexico is the same price as like flying from Seattle. So So we'll go to the Virgin Islands and then from there, like hop over to Mexico. (laughs) Yeah. Right there. Hopefully a plane ticket prices go down in a couple months or something. We'll see what happens. They're looking like it. I'll be, I'll be looking and, uh, hopefully getting out that direction, like September, October, as things slow down around here or something. That would be sweet. Then maybe I'll plan my trip to like go there and then fly to Washington from there. Um, yeah. Anything you want to say, Hill Dog, before we close up? um just honor yourself and love your friends and have fun yes that's it it's been great talking to you guys and I encourage you know anyone who's listening who's scared to do something just fucking do it just do it yeah let go have fun life short don't live your life for other people yeah do not do it 100 you know even if you have kids there's a huge like it's still not like you know yeah you got to make responsible decisions but if you're not not making mama happy then then they're not going to be happy so I saw this thing on the internet that said something about how don't make your kids um feel responsible for your emotions because if you do then they'll grow up to be people pleasers and I think that that is what has happened to a lot of our society is like make them feel the kids feel especially at such a young age feel responsible for their emotions so Mm -hmm. therefore you're more likely to grow up as an adult to be catering to your parents somewhat your partner your kids instead of being like in a perfect world what do I want yeah yeah exactly and then once you honor yourself and have confidence in that everything else falls into line yeah because when you're a people pleaser like what I've noticed because very much so like you spin out Mm-hmm. You spin out and you just, and you don't have that, your own stability within yourself. Because right. you're looking so, at other people for the right answers, but the right yep. answer is inside of you all along. That's it. Amen, baby. Amen, baby. <laughs> <laughs> all right, well, we'll wrap it up here. And uh, next time we talk to Hillary, she'll be in the Virgin Islands. And we yeah, we should do too, this so. in a week. Yeah, okay. yeah totally. There's <laughs> weekly updates with Hillary. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I get, we get back on Wednesday. I mean, I'm down to do it in Sayulita, but we get back on Wednesday. Yeah, we should. Just a little vacay wrap up and an update. That'd be fucking awesome. Totally. Yeah, let's. Okay. All right. Love you guys. Soon. Um. And yeah, great to have you. And we'll talk to you very, very soon. Bye. Bye. We hope you enjoyed this episode and would do us a huge favor since we don't have any sponsors or anything like that, and would rate and review us 
on whatever platform it is you use, Spotify, Apple, Stitcher, uh, whatever it is. And if you're listening and downloading just through the website, tearingituppodcast.com, leave comments. Um, we'll definitely engage back with you. And on social media right now, we're just on Instagram, Podcast is the handle. Like the post, share the post, comment on the post, whatever it is you got, um, show us your love so we just stay relevant and show up in the rankings at all. So again, rate and review, please, and we'll see you next time. Thanks.